0: Weird AF News, where we've got your daily dose of weird. California plans on proposing a tax on text messages. That's going to cause rioting in the streets, obviously. You can do a lot of things with your uh, local government that the people would just kind of ignore. But if you you do something like tax text messages, I'd imagine that's going to cause... That's just going to be a major major uproar, uh, California regulators want to tax text messages to increase funds for programs that bring connectivity to underserved residents. What does that mean exactly? They want to tax text messages to bring free Wi-Fi? I'm guessing? I don't know. By the way, Wi-Fi should be free anyways for everybody. I mean, this is ridiculous that we have to pay all this money for, for internet. You know, if you look at the list of countries and the prices that they pay for internet, uh, the U.S. is, like, way on the expensive side. And then if you also look at the list of how fast the uh, speeds of Internet is, uh, like are per country, the U.S. is, like, near the bottom. It's ridiculous. Anyways, that's just another beef I have. So this is, like, a, a, a surcharge proposed by the California Public Utilities Commission, um, It wouldn't be a per text tax, but a monthly fee based on a cellular bill that includes any fees for text message services. Most carriers offer a flat fee option for texting and already charge a similar fee for other services, including the bill, such as, uh, included in the bill, such as phone calls. The exact structure of the charge would vary from carrier to carrier. The commission will vote on the measure January 10th and is facing strong opposition from industry trade groups. Like the CTIA, which represents AT and T, uh, Sprint, and T-Mobile, is that a lobby group? Um, well, this—it's hard to—I'm I'm imagining this is this is—if this goes through, it will mean higher fees for people like myself who are residents of California. Um, this is not good. I don't think. Uh, the proposed plan could be complicated by a new Federal Communications Commission ruling. On Wednesday of last week, the FCC approved a new rule that classifies text messages as a, quote, informative service, like email. Proponents proponent of the rule say it will give carriers the ability to crack down on spam messages, and critics say it could lead to carriers censoring messages. Well, I don't want censoring of my messages. They should be treated like information services, though, also, obviously. They are like emails, I mean... They should be categorized as such. You shouldn't be charging the extra for this stuff. Uh, hold for the siren. <laughs> Downtown LA is in my show on a daily. The industry group also says the proposal would create inequity quote, between wireless carriers and other providers of text messaging services such as WhatsApp, iMessage, and Skype. Oh, no, 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 well, it sounds to me like they just want to push through uh it's just like it's everywhere you go people are just trying to take your money. It just seems like am I right, guys? I mean it's like when it, when is enough enough you know it's just it's just it's just a pain in the ass. you got corporations on one end trying to jack you for money. you got your local government on on another on the other end trying to jack you for money, and it's like I can't even. Huh. It's like a full time job just protecting your money from being uh, siphoned out of your out of your accounts. Like it's like a full time job. My ex girlfriend used to uh, she wouldn't check her bank account all the time for some reason, like her online banking. And then she would there would be she would check then like and then she would see that there was some unknown charge and I'm like you gotta look at that because, man. This chart, you'll see a charge a few times a year, I'll get charges that I did not make. And I'm like, what is this? (laughs) Like, what do you, one time I had a charge for uh, somebody somehow hacked into my bank account or whatever, they bought a a $1,000 European train ticket. It it was like a ticket from (laughs) Spain to, uh, I don't know. (laughs) to ireland or something i'm like i am not in europe i caught my bank i am not in europe i did not buy this this train ticket i don't know where this came from you gotta you gotta look at your shit you got to be on top of it corporations local government i mean everyone's trying to take your money and this seems to me this article is indicative of that that environment where You know, they just want to figure out a way. How can we make more money? Well, what are people doing? What are people using? In this instance, they're like, well, people text message each other a thousand times a week. Maybe we could charge a penny each text message. You're out of your mind. Okay, how dare you even propose this? A text message tax. Get the hell out of here. This is one of those instances where I'm like, California, get it together. One of those instances where I'm like, if this if this text message tax goes through, I'll tell you right now, I'm moving to Florida. <laughs> that's you gotta you gotta. That's pretty crazy. Well, people from all over the world are sending emails to Melbourne's trees. This is out of Melbourne, Australia. Obviously, Melbourne gave seventy thousand trees email addresses so that people could report on the condition and health of the tree. But instead, people are writing love letters to these trees, existential queries to the trees, and sometimes just bad puns to the trees. (laughs) This is great. I love weird stuff like this. The emails were sent as part of Melbourne City Council's Urban Forest Visual, which is an interactive map that allows the public to find out more about any tree in the council area. Um, Here's a quote from one of the, um, the chair of the council environment portfolio. Uh, the idea of incorporating the facility to email the trees was literally set up so that people could report issues about a particular tree and we could quickly identify a tree that needed some sort of attention because of health reasons or damage. But the response was unexpected. Since the project started, it's received <laughs> it's received thousands, tens of thousands of emails from around the world. And it quickly turned into something quite unexpected when people were using this to send fan mail to the trees and love letters to the trees. (laughs) This is really... Of course they did. these hippies. (laughs) Oh, did I tell you the one time I took... uh, I took a a very strong, powerful hallucinogenic uh, beverage when I was in the Amazon jungle and on my walk back to my hut, yeah, I was staying in a hut, I... uh, I... (laughs) I hugged a giant... This like the biggest tree I could find and thanked it for being there. <laughs> I was out of my mind. <laughs> what a great time. Oh man, well worth the money. Here are some of these emails that people send the trees. These people are on mushrooms or something. They're, they're these people are on acid they're sending love to the tree. Hi tree. Number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. <laughs> you are just outside my work and you make me happy. Keep growing. Keep on treeing. Oh, that sounds sweet. Someone else wrote, Dear magnificent river red gum tree, I admire you every day as I walk past you on my way to and from work. You seem to have been around for some time. Is there any chance that you were here for longer than the time of white settlement? Well, that's weird. (laughs) Regards, and I hope you enjoyed the rain this weekend after such a long, dry month, tree. (laughs) Another one wrote, Babe, I'm so sorry that you're sick. Can I climb you one last time? Strip down that bark for me, baby. It'll make you feel better. It'll make me feel better. (laughs) Come on. That's some dirty-ass emails. (laughs) Dear smooth-barked apple myrtle tree, I'm your biggest admirer from afar. I've always wanted to meet you, but tragically, I'm stuck in New York. I think you are the most handsome tree of all, tall, with an inviting open canopy. I love to just dream of you, the smell of your clusters of white flowers. The sight of your lush, dark green foliage and the feel of your patterned bark. You inspire me to live life to the fullest and pursue my dreams. You keep growing despite the terrible tragedies in this world. You are loved and deserved. Love some person in New York. (laughs) Come on. This is so funny, man. These are great. Let me find another one. Dear1517937. I am confessing something very dear to me. I have fallen in love with 1583182. (laughs) I also feel guilty for cheating on 1023379. (laughs) But yet, I justified it on the fact that tree 1023379 is expected to die in under a year. I honestly feel really bad that I don't know what to do. I, it would be really great if you could give me some advice. Should I, rate, should I wait for tree 1023379 to die, or should I leave tree 1023379 for tree 1583182? Regards, a tree lover. <laughs> Hi, tree 1022794. How's it going? I walk past you each day. It's really great to see you out in the sun now that the scaffold, scaffolding is down around building number 100. <laughs> I hope it all goes well with the photosynthesis and all that. <laughs> this is amazing. Hi, tree. How do you feel about those trees who are hugged by koalas all day? <laughs> well, okay. Oh, I love this. It's this hilarious. It's so weird. I, I just love when stuff like this happens in the in the world. I, I feel like I should have taken advantage of this Australian article to read one of these uh, love letters to the trees with an Australian accent. Um, my Australian accent is... Uh, is... It's like a prior five out of ten. Let's do it. let's do it. Dear Rosegum, over the past year <laughs> over the past year, I've cycled by you each day and want to know how much you how much joy you give me. No matter the weather or what is happening around you, you are strong, elegant, and beautiful. I wanted you to know. Love me. <laughs> how was that? That's okay, right? That's not bad. I know I'm gonna get a call. Jonesy, your, your, Aust- your Australian accent is very subpar. I give it 2 out of 10. And I also would like you to cease and desist all Australian accent efforts. Yours truly, weirdos. Um, did any of you write a, 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 an email to the tree? I think you should. The t- trees need emails too. Okay, trees need love. <laughs> Sometimes you can't be in the vicinity of the tree that you admire to hug, so you have to do other things, like text message it, although they might tax you for that. You can also send an email. It's nice to know. Hey, what's up, weirdos? If you like the supernatural and the paranormal like I do, as you've heard on my show, then you got to check out this podcast called Weird Darkness. It's hosted by Darren Marler and 7 days a week he brings you episodes uh and they are, they are true stories of the paranormal, supernatural, legends and lore, mysterious, macabre, unexplained, unsolved. It's really weird and you'll love it. You can subscribe to Weird Darkness at weirddarkness.com or in your podcast app or tell your smart speaker to play Weird Darkness podcast. Mu-oh-ah-ha. Dozens of child sex dolls have been seized by Canadian border agents. This is a little bit alarming. I don't even know they made child sex dolls. This is... Well, there you go. (laughs) I mean... You want to arrest some people who are probably on the verge of uh, doing some illegal sex activity. Like, whoever's ordering a child sex doll is... Probably has a hard drive filled with child pornography. Just arrest those people. This is very simple. Canadian border officers have seized dozens of sex dolls with childlike dimensions and features. An emerging trend child welfare advocates fear could fuel exploitation of real children. Yes, of course it could fuel exploitation of real children. That's why I said you should just go arrest these people that are ordering these things. Obviously the manufacturers as well. This is awful. (laughs) Records obtained by CBC News under access to information law show the Canada Border Services Agency intercepted at least 42 childlike sex dolls designed explicitly for sex uh, in the past year, seizing them as illegal child pornography. They've come across dozens of these child dolls and reproductions of childlike body parts such as chests and pelvic areas. Of those documented seizures, 30 of them took place in Quebec. Officials estimate the dolls they seized can range in value from $50 to nearly $8,000. In some places, border officers provide detailed descriptions of the dolls to explain why they're being classified as child pornography. Uh, according to the documents, the silicone dolls resemble prepubescent girls under the age of 18 because they were small in stature and had undeveloped, underdeveloped breasts. Some of the dolls seized, according to the documents, have interchangeable heads, heating heating elements... And clothing. Some come with Hello Kitty hair clips, brushes, and blankets. Wow, wow. Are you sure they're child sex dolls? They could just be Asian sex dolls. <laughs> you know? I need to dive deeper into this. What is this heating element? this is Is this a new technology on sex dolls that you can you can make them warm? you They can be at ninety eight degrees. You can put them at the the temperature of a human body. This is outrageous. The technology is getting bananas with these things. My goodness, that explains why they some of them are like thousands of dollars. They obviously have these other elements. They're getting crazy. The dolls are coming from China and Japan apparently. China and Japan are the primary sources for the dolls cited in these documents. Well, you know, just because they're small and thin, um, you know, short and thin, that that doesn't mean they... Nah, I'm going to say maybe they're children, but they also could be, you know, Asian women uh, in general are, you know, thin and short. I'm just... I'm generalizing here a little bit, but look at I have experience in this category. I've been around Asian women. I live in Chinatown, (laughs) okay? Uh, CBSA could not provide any more details on the number or types of seizures. The agency said that in general the sex dolls its officers are seeing at the border now are built to be more lifelike than past models. Yeah, they probably even confuse some of these sex <laughs> dolls for real human beings. They're so lifelike, it's ridiculous. The agency said it has noted an increase in the number of child sex dolls being smuggled into Canada. Okay, they keep saying this child. So I guess, it. I mean, they must know. I don't know. There's not a picture of these dolls, so I can't tell. So, you know, um, they probably are child sex dolls and there probably is a market for child sex dolls as sad as that is i mean any kind of weird fetish you can imagine it's happening out there and and the people that are into child pornography are just sick it's just sick you know um under canada's criminal code the definition of child pornography covers any material or items that depict or describe for sexual purposes a person under 18 years old Child sex dolls are legal in the U.S., although there is a push to ban the sale of them, distribution, and the importation of sex dolls and sex robots designed to look like children. Wait, they're not... There is a push to ban the sale and distribution of sex dolls that look designed to look like children in the U.S. Yeah, there should be. I mean, you can't have child sex robots and sex dolls. I mean, I don't know. This is a really tricky situation. I mean, I, what do you do about this? I mean... And then, what about virtual? I mean, there's going to be like in virtual reality, you could probably eventually have, you know, I don't know, I don't, I'm not into VR. It's probably something I should look into. It seems like it could be a, a, a fun to go on some sort of VR adventures. Um, but then now I'm 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 imagining like there could be VR technology where you could have it. It would be like simulating actual sex, right? Maybe they already have this technology. I have no idea. But then you could actually have a VR technology where you're simulating having sex with a child. And what do you do about that? I mean, these technologies raise ethical and moral questions, um, and and you know our government's always way behind the technology when it comes to technology um, and and the laws that are governing technology. They're just starting to get on top of like cyber crimes now, you know. And, and cyber crimes have been going on for ten plus years, you know. It's so it's it's like this is a tricky situation. I don't know what you do with this. Um, it's not clear, by the way, how many of these seizures of these child sex dolls have led to criminal charges, but to date, there has been only one known prosecution in Canada involving a child sex doll. Um, So, you know, this is a, this is something that, you know, needs to be dealt with. Pedophilia is a, is a, is a serious situation, and uh, child sex trafficking is also a serious situation, and um, you gotta you gotta corral anything that could lead to these things. So uh, the, these kinds of sex dolls and sex robots need to be this needs to be monitored. Obviously, uh, what do you guys think about all this? This is kind of uh, this is a controversial situation. Uh, call Weird AF News, please, and uh, give give your opinion on this. I'd love to hear from you. 646-450-2012. You can email me funnyjones at gmail.com as well. Bringing you weird news stories five days a week. That's pretty cool, right, weirdos? I'm glad you appreciate that. I want to thank everybody who reached out to me, as a matter of fact. So sweet. Thanks for the call, Korea. I appreciate my patrons. If you guys want to join the Patreon, it's pretty simple. Go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. What are you going to get with that? Wow, You get my album download, my free free album. You get, uh, You get to check out my list of the top 10 weirdest movies I've ever seen, which I published a couple days ago. You're going to get bonus episodes and all that stuff, which is pretty dope. Uh, also want to give a shout out to some people who email me such, such as Melissa, who is also one of my patrons. It's really nice of you to send me emails. And I appreciate all of those, all those of you, all those of you, I appreciate all those of you <laughs> who reached out to me. Uh, Melissa sent me an article. I got several articles uh, sent to me on Facebook, by the way. Um, and I'm covering the, uh, some of them. So that's really, really nice. Uh, Tomorrow's going to be Florida Friday, so you know the deal with that. Uh, If you want to reach out to the show, I'm always appreciative of anybody who does. uh, Show the love. Call 646-450-2012. Email me funnyjones at gmail.com. You can DM me at funnyjones on Instagram and Twitter. And it's Comedian Jonesy on the Facebook. Jonesy, it's Correa, uh, Joseph. Hey, that I just had to call like as soon as I heard it that these skits you're doing in betweens and whatnot are like funny as hell. The uh never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down Right I was I was like, Where's it gonna go with this? And you said, I'm gonna give you the weird news daily and I was like, Oh shit, that was so dope, man. So uh I had to just I didn't even listen to the intro, I had to call you, I got you on my speed dial. So uh Good shit, man. I'm gonna listen to the rest of the show today. I'm building. We just had snow in North Carolina. It was great, but uh, now I'm back to work, shoveling, getting it all, get it all right. All right, man. You have a weird day. Later. Baby, hold on to me. We day news with Jonesy.